get your podcasts. The Iowa Cubs continue their series with the Louisville Bats after yesterday's loss that sapped a seven-game winning streak. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs wrapped up training camp yesterday, and they're in Arizona for tomorrow's preseason tilt with the Cardinals. Coach Andy Reid said the starters will go for a half. And the Commanders announced that Sam Howell will be their starting quarterback when they open up the season September 10th against the Cardinals. Off-season acquisition Jacoby Brissett will back him up. I'm Drew Allen. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Miller and Condon, welcome back. Hour number two. I'm a Swifty. You a Swifty? I like Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift. Now, our next guest, we play country music, and the only guest I think we play country music is Chris. Yes, yeah. Is he a Swifty? Well, let's find out. Where are you on Taylor Swift, Chris Williams? I mean, she's really talented. She's good. Would you go see her? Like that song you just played, I really like, right? Like, I don't do like adult contemporary stuff now doesn't really do much for me, though. Yeah. Does that make sense? I like her older stuff better as well. Um, now she's, yeah. she's really good. She's, I mean, look at the concert. I would go see her. I would yeah, too. Like, I would too. Yeah, I, I would go see her. But, like, I don't think I would be one of those people that's paying like a thousand dollars. Yeah, no. And I was, li- I'm lying. I wouldn't go see her. I, I'm not, <laughs> I don't leave. What was house. the last time you went to a concert? <laughs> Was it like the Eagles and like yeah, 04 probably or something? the Eagles, yeah, yeah the Eagles. You know what it was? It was Far's first game against the Packers. Oh, okay, uh, but it was Sunday Night Football, uh-huh. and I and I thought they would have it on at Wells Fargo because I was in a suite, and I was pissed off that they didn't. Uh, but anyways, so Chris, um, your golf game needs work, brother. Let's start there. No, it doesn't. It's fine. Ooh, I don't know why you people, you know. Feel the need to critique my golf game. It's just fine. I'm hitting the ball well right now, fellas. <laughs> What's Do you idea? have any idea where it's going? Or <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really not that bad. I promise. Uh-huh. Like I'm not good, yeah. but I play like two or three times a year. So I don't know what people expect from me. You know what I mean? Well, I, I think you get a little more time. I, I figured you'd be out there a little bit more working on that swing because <laughs> that thing is. You got a little Jim Furyk. Like to you're you. standing on ice. I mean, the ground's giving way from every time you move. The, it's called Southwest Iowa Golf, fellas. Yeah. Uh, how we get did... better the more we drink. <laughs> yeah, in, in a lot of ways, a lot of life like that. Uh, how was the event up there for Cyclone Fanatic? It was awesome. Storm we, Lake, right? I love, yeah, yeah. I love going to these rural towns, you know, that don't they don't get a lot of events and stuff. Because the people just appreciate it so much. I mean, we pulled from Omaha. We pulled from Okaboji. We had people from all over the area. Hundreds mm-hmm. of people showed up to this thing. And that's kind of our our niche, guys. It's like we're not trying to do what Iowa State does with the tailgate tour or anything right. like that. We're 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 out to reach the more blue collar types that want to go out and you know pound twelve bush lights on a <laughs> on a Wednesday afternoon. And and it's it's fun. It, it works for us. And I I just genuinely love it because again, like I, I mean, I, th- I was talking to a guy there, a Cyclone fan, and was a Storm Lake guy. He's like he'd lived there for like. 60, 70 years. He's like, we've never had an event like this come here, wow. ever. Hmm. And he was pointing out, like, all these people in the room that, that weren't from there that probably had hotel rooms, and it's great for the community. And 
I I enjoy doing that. It's probably that's probably my favorite thing I get to do now is when we get to go out and go to places like that. And we'll definitely I think go back to Storm Lake next year because those people were crazy. We had a great event. Well, you have to you have to ch- uh, help them change their ways because they can't be drinking Bush Light. Right. They need to get on the Ames Lager train because it's available <laughs> well, starting next week. Yeah, that, that so actually. The original plan was that Westo would be there uh-huh. with like a keg and stuff, but they didn't have it ready, so we missed them by just a week. But yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that will be a thing in the future. Indeed, and the, and the two hundred thousand dollar match by an anonymous donor, I mean that's a really nice gift, Chris. And as you well know, uh, the times that we're in right now, uh, you have to pay these athletes, and you can't fall behind. And this is an opportunity to really build up that bank account. Well, especially at Iowa State, too. I mean, it's just a it's a reality that, you know, there's not a lot of people willing or able in this fan base to give $200,000, whoever this guy is, right? Like when Bloom was telling me a story the other night of like when Nebraska started its collective, they had like 10 people put 500K in. Jesus. And it's just like, you know, I, Iowa State doesn't really have – you know, the means to do that. So, yeah, like for when somebody steps up like that, you got to. And um, there's no doubt. And, you know, Pollard put out that letter yesterday, which I thought was really interesting. Because yeah. it's just, you know, and this isn't uh, – some Iowa fans will automatically say it's a shot at Gary Bart. It's not. Like, I mean, we've seen what happened there with, like, with what Brad was trying to do in Iowa where there's just no communication. None. I, I think Pollard was, I don't want to speak for the man, but it, I don't think he was crazy about all these new changes at the beginning. I do think he's starting to uh, move in that direction, mm-hmm. and you you absolutely have to. I don't, I don't think Iowa State's ever, if, coaching-wise, like I don't think they can ever pitch themselves as, hey, we're going to pay like an SEC team does. But you can still have good play. I, I'll, I'll go to my grave. These guys want to play. Right, like they, there's not a lot of them that are going to be content being a third string guy on Alabama's team when he could be starting for a Big Twelve team. Like, I, so you just have to be able to compete. You don't have to be able to match, you know, dollar for dollar with these SEC and Big Ten teams, but they've got to be able to provide something. And if they can do that, I think they got a chance, especially, you know, in this new league where, you know, I think TCU's got a ton of money i think tech's gonna have a ton of money but you look around and it, it's you're, you're punching at your own weight for the most part when it comes to football and that's a refreshing new thing i think for iowa state uh, absolutely and to that end to the changes that paul seemingly is making uh when, when we were uh, when heather and i were at george niang's event doing the show up there Bloomin mentioned on the air, it wasn't just an off uh, side conversation that, that he feels that Pollard is more receptive now to not only selling beer in the Sukup Center, but actually throughout Jack Trice Stadium. Have you heard that, Chris? Uh, Brent would certainly know more than me. Um, the last time I've talked to Jamie about it was probably five or six years ago. And man, it certainly didn't feel like that right. was ever going to become a thing. But. Times change, and you know, good leaders are able to adapt with that change. And I, I, I certainly, uh, I wouldn't rule anything out. Yeah, if Brent said that, I, I, I would back it. I haven't personally heard that, but again, I don't know why he would just come on and tell you that. So, especially now, it's like 
I don't know. It's it's just kind of hypocritical if you're going to brand beers, if you're going to brand whiskeys and vodkas. It's like, you, you know, can't really just act like you have nothing to do with alcohol anymore, right? And that's <laughs> that's not just an Iowa State thing. That's across, like, college athletics in general. It's like, you know, like as a gambling thing, it's like <laughs> some of these schools had, like, you know, like sponsorships with, like, these sports books and stuff. And, it, you know, like, let's just – Call a spade a spade. Let's all be honest. Mm-hmm. That people around college athletics drink, and it's okay. Um, and we can all move on. I, 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 times change, right? I think it's the best way to put a bow on that conversation. People evolve, and, and times change. And I would guess at some point they probably will. I just don't know when that'll be. Chris, what gets you excited about this football team coming up this year? Uh, well, you know, first of all, their defense will still be really good, mm-hmm. right? So that I was just, I'm here in the office right now with Rob Gray. We were just having this very conversation. And one of our advertisers asked me yesterday, he was like, God, I can't wait for basketball. The team's going to suck. <laughs> and, and I was like, I get it. I understand that. Cause like news wise hasn't been great lately, obviously. But I also like, I don't know. I, I don't think it's like, you know, worth, I, if I'm an Iowa State fan, I don't think it's worth it just to write off the season. And the reason I say that is that, well, again, that defense is really good. That's one of the best secondaries in all of college football. You know they'll be good up front, even without Isaiah Lee. I'm not really concerned about the questions at linebacker. We'll see. But hell of a lot easier to be a good linebacker when you've got that protection around you. If that's the case, you know, I, I think they're going to be – wise enough right with this offense where it it's going to be a lot like watching Iowa in the past where you're trying to limit these possessions and I think they'll be in games I really do I don't know if they're going to win them you know you're going to have to get exponentially better on special teams mm-hmm. that offensive line you're going to have to be able to run the football but like I think they're go- they were in games last year and they averaged like two yards per carry you know you're a couple of field goals away from going to a bowl game so like to me like, man, and guys, we've been doing this a long time. Like, back when Iowa State used to suck, it would be like, you're getting beat by 50. I just don't think that'll be the case. I think that they're deep enough where they can be in these things. Now, again, winning them is a whole other deal. They were not able to do that last year. It was death by a thousand paper cuts. They couldn't, they couldn't figure it out. Will they do it this year? I don't know. I'm excited to watch the, if, Let's say they start J.J. Cole at quarterback. Like, that's kind of exciting to watch him grow. I mean, the, the, the programs like Iowa State, it's never like a straight line up, right? Like, there's peaks and valleys, and that's just the reality of – even an Iowa fan, Hassel and I talked about this on our show yesterday. Like, Ferentz has been there how long? It hasn't been just like a straight ascension to the top. There's been – there's been ups and downs. Mm-hmm. How does Campbell dig out of this hole for the first time in his tenure? I think it'll be really interesting to see. What are you hearing about the quarterback battle, Chris? Well, I'm actually, to be honest, it, it is 50-50. It's not lip service. They are splitting reps, which surprises me. I, I really thought Rocco Beck would. I, I, I thought it would be one of those deals where they say it's 50-50, but Rocco would be the odds-on favorite. They are really giving J.J. a shot here. And you may as well, right? I mean, you got this highly touted kid. He was in there in the spring. Um, I was with Jeff Woody this week, who was one of his you know, trainers when, when J.J. was in high school. And 
Jeff, you know, couldn't have been had higher praise for the young man as far as his preparation goes and the mental aspect of the game. So, yeah, I, I really thought Rocco Beck would just be the guy and that they would not not write off J.J. for the year but just kind of see how things went. But I, I think it's 50-50, and, I mean, I would guess you're probably looking to make it a decision, what, mid-next week, I would think. Yeah. You would, you would kind of have to at that point to, to go into game week with a starter. But um, I if, if I had to put a projection on it, I think Rocco Beck will start the first game. But I also – I think we'll see three quarterbacks at some point this year. I think this Juco kid will have some packages as far as running the ball, especially, you know, with the, all the guys that they've lost on offense due to this gambling thing. I, I really think they want to shorten these games. This kid's like 6'5", 240. You can put him in almost the Joel Lanning type of situations. This kid out of California. Um, Hughes. Yep. Yeah, Tanner Hughes is his name. Yeah, I, I, I think goal line situations, third and one, that type of stuff. I, I'd be really surprised if we don't see him early and often in the year. Uh, you're headed to Circa next week with Hassel? Yeah. Yeah, we're going on Wednesday. Oh, my. I, yeah. <laughs> and when he got- shows there Thursday and Friday, and uh, be signing up for Circa Millions and also Survivor. Well done. Which one? Which one do you guys like the most? Well, I've never played Millions, and I played briefly in Survivor last year. Yeah, I remember last year. That was tough. Three entries done by week two. Yeah, I was done. uh, Didn't see October, Chris. I Uh, made it to October last year, but there's one winner. The thing that I love about Millions is there's the quarterly prizes. And there's booby prizes. Yes, if it goes really bad, you can try to go the other way. So that's the reason that I like Millions, but I just think the... The thought process is behind the Survivor contest oh, makes it so intriguing. I do. Yeah. What? I just feel like I'm throwing my money away because I won. I, I went 19 and 0 last year in my Survivor League. That's wild. It, but it wasn't with so I know, guys. I'm not that smart. Like I'm not. Like I'm going to do it this year, and I'm going to pay the thousand, and I'm going to be out by week four. I guarantee it. Well, Chris, so it wasn't too. Like, it wasn't too many years ago. Trent and I were in the penalty box up the dial, but you were like what seventy percent or something yeah. on your picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my college one. Yeah, <laughs> like, but I'm not that smart. Like I'm gonna. <laughs> if I did that last year, next year is going to be bad. I can promise you. Yeah. Like I. I know that, so I don't, I'm, I'm probably going to sign up for both. Why the hell not, right? Let's get after it. Absolutely. I'm ready for football, though. This has been the worst offseason ever. It's terrible. I'm, Couldn't agree with you more. So I'm so tired of it. I just want the games to come and get the kids back to school. Like, let's go. Because I'm so sick and tired of talking about the DCI mm-hmm. and gambling and conference realignment. I am ready for games. I'm with you. Uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Have fun at Circa. Uh, take care of yeah. Ted Flint. I know he's going with Ooh. you. Oh, it's going to be a deal. Yeah, it's going to be quite the deal. He's going to be out there. Uh, Aiden's coming with us to shoot a bunch of stuff on week zero with me and Hassel at the sports book. Mm. So, yeah, pray for us. Yeah, and then I, I'll, I'll be nice and refreshed for uh, the first week of the season. We'll get Monday. We'll get you in two weeks. Have a good time out there, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks right. for what you do for us. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yep. Take care. Cyclone fanatic, I wear everywhere for our buddy Chris Williams. That's where you can hear him, read him, a cyclone fanatic, and of course him and Hassel doing their. Um, 
twice weekly, three times. I were everywhere podcast. Anyways, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. Tom Cakert on the Hawkeyes. Recap Beth Getz's press conference with uh, Tom. Where are they at? Have they sold out Kinnick yet? Are there any tickets left for the Caitlin Clark show against DePaul? It just keeps moving further Holy and further man. up the stadium. They have to move this floor now, don't but they? But all those people that paid all that money I to know. sit in the suites and have I the know. good view... Well, they'll have it on TV in their suite. How about that? Or bring binoculars. You'll be all right. It's just about being there. So did you, do you have general admission? General admission, yeah. And and what does that do? You can't sit, obviously. From basically like the 30-yard line. Yeah, from thir- the 30 on back. And everything and all that is, is GA. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're up to how many tickets sold now? I would anticipate. 40,000, 30-something? Uh, I'd say north of forty. Holy mackerel. I hadn't taken a peek yet today. I'll, I'll do that during the break and, and see and where the, it is. And the number that they have to uh, put in there to in order to break the record is what, 29 did yeah, I they, see? Yeah, they've already exceeded that. Holy mackerel. Now all i got to do is hope for a nice day, right? Yep. Uh, we'll take a time out. Tom Cakert is next. Circus Sports. We'll get, uh, Circus Sports. Claxons will give four of you an opportunity to win barbecue from Claxons, Miller & Condor, or on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3.com. Joined by J.P. Richardson of Central Iowa Sports, and the long season continues for everybody there. I just want to take this time and thank all the players and their parents and their family members that come out and enjoy our Central Iowa Sports tournaments every weekend. We appreciate the out-of-towners coming in, but we really appreciate the locals all the different ball clubs here from Central Iowa. We just couldn't do it without them, and really that's why we're doing it, is for the youth. And JP, fast pitch and baseball season isn't close to over. If anybody's listening and they're putting a team together or they just want to add another tournament or two, we go all the way up through October with baseball and even into the first week of November with fast pitch. We'd love to have them go to centraliowasports.com and take a look and get a hold of us, and we'd love to... Trent Condon back with you. Are you a DIY landlord? Then you probably don't have much free time. Between finding tenants, filling out tax forms, repairing drywall, and answering calls about runny faucets and leaky toilets, you're not free to do much of anything. That's why you need Renner's Warehouse. When our professional landlords go to work for you, you're suddenly free to do a lot of things. Free to get a good night's sleep. Free to have dinner with your family every night. Free to take a vacation. And free to be so efficient managing one property, you're free to acquire even more. And one step closer to financial freedom. Go to renterswarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis. Or call 515-528-4429. That's 528-4429. And feel free to remember this rhyme. DIY is no way to be. Call Renner's Warehouse. Twelve thirty. welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you up until 1 o'clock. Murph and Andy at that time to drive Heather and Sean 3 until 6. Trent's uh, no not plays of the day. We've got uh, the Claxons giveaway before mm-hmm. we get out of here at 1 o'clock. Right now, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, he joins us. Uh, Tom, Trent, and Ken, thank you. Appreciate you coming on as always. I guess we'll start uh, with uh, Beth Getz's uh, press conference from yesterday. He She met the media uh, for the first yeah. time. Uh, and by all accounts, um, 
I haven't read any negative from from anybody that was there covering it. She checked a lot of boxes. Thank Gary Barta for his leadership in getting there. Mentioned the Brian Ferentz thing is still a, is still on, uh, and talked about um, the Swarm Collective and that the fact that she's uh, welcoming that with open arms. So uh, a lot of positives from Beth Getz yesterday, Tom. Yeah, she's um, she's pretty impressive. And, you know, I've been around her a little bit more than I think most people have because her her seat at basketball games is literally right below me. So made small talk during games and before games, after games, what have you. And, and um, you know, she's, she, is, um, she understands coaching, too, because she was a college coach, uh, a soccer coach at uh, Missouri St. Louis. So she, she understands what that's like to be a coach. I think she talked a little bit about that. Um, you know, she's she's embracing the collective much more than Gary Barta mm-hmm. ever did, really. And you know, has had um, several conversations with uh, Brad Heinrich, and and she's had swarm beer. You know, she, <laughs> she she's had some of the swarm beer, and uh, you know, I, I think it's just it's it's just a different feeling right now. Now what? Will that mean that the swarm gets everything that they're hoping for? Probably not, but it, it's at least a step in the right direction where um, she's at least engaging at a level that they weren't. And, you know, she's she's now Brian Ferentz's supervisor, so well. she's got that on her plate in a, in a very critical situation or a season uh, ahead. And, um, you know, she, um, she really didn't offer a whole lot on the gambling thing. I asked her about that, and... Um, you know, she said it feels like they're making progress on it and kind of maybe getting closer to something, but I'm, it, it just seems like this thing's dragging on and it, I don't understand why it's dragging on so long. I don't, I just don't, why can't you give these kids Mm -hmm. and the coaches an answer about, Hey, this is, this is what we're looking at for, um, suspensions. And if some of these kids are ever going to be able to play again. Yeah. It should be very simple. They have had this in their hands for a very long time. They've understand three months. Yeah, we heard at the end of the regular season in baseball that those baseball guys thought maybe they were going to get yeah. a decision going into the Big Ten tournament, and obviously that didn't yeah. happen. And correct me if I'm wrong, Tom. The baseball players still have heard nothing themselves. Yeah, that's just, um, that's the last we heard is that they've they're along with the, the football players, the wrestlers. Everybody is just sort of like, and, and they've had these guidelines out. Um, you know, they released to the public. It was, it's not like they were sliding anything under a table, but it's just, it should be pretty cut and dried what their suspensions are going to be or what the um, punishments are going to be. You know, be it a, just an educational thing for a certain amount of money versus, hey, you're done. And there'll be an appeal process with it, uh, I'm sure, uh, that they're going to yep. try and. Yep. And, and maybe that's what it is mm-hmm. that we're just kind of being hung up in the, the appeals process. But, it didn't seem like that's what she was saying the other day. So I just, you know, we're a couple of weeks away from the start of college football season. How would you feel if a kid mm. had to sit that first week and then we find out the next week, well, he was never suspended. He wouldn't have been suspended anyway. So right. uh, the kid just gave up a game, you know, that he's never going to get back. And it's a possibility that it could play out that direction. Tom, uh, save this for you. Didn't bring it up at the beginning of the show. Ken's probably going to get mad at me. (laughs) What are you sitting on? I heard yesterday from somebody inside the football program that 
the Cade McNamara injury is a little bit more significant Uh-oh. than people are letting on. It is a quad injury, and the yep. term tear was thrown to me. Now, mm-hmm. it was also relayed that he's going to try to make it a go against Utah State. That doesn't match up. A, if it's torn, that's like an 8-12 to 12 week injury. Oh, my God. But it's certainly yeah. more than a tweak. Is that fair to say that this is more than a tweak and he's not going to be a practice? Big Ten Network mentioned Trent, that that's today. Penn State territory if it's as bad as you're hearing. You know, I think this is more significant than maybe we're being led on. Is that a stretch, Tom? I don't think it's a stretch. You know, I reported uh, over the weekend that it was a strained quad, and that's, you know, that can be significant. Mm-hmm. It can put you out, um, you know, for a while. I, I just, I don't think we know how he's reacted to it or how severe anything is. I think that's where we're at. Is is this just like a little tweak, or is this more of a significant issue? Uh, because if it's more significant, then. Um, you know, maybe he misses some time, but I, I we don't know that. Um, so, you know, the, the people out there who are listening who are going to freak out, yes. I, I don't think we're freaking out yet. It's, no. We don't know the specifics of it, and we don't know how quickly he's going to heal up. He could be out there practicing next week mm-hmm. and be, you know, be ready to go. But we're going to, you know, they're approaching, um, you know, game prep week here fairly shortly. So, mm-hmm. You know, not next week, but the week after. That's game prep week, and and I think that would probably be the goal to get him back out on the field and back ready for that. I, I know people are freaked out that he's not practicing today. I didn't think he was going to practice today um, after the injury, regardless of the yeah. severity. I think they were going to be really careful with him because he is the most valuable commodity on that team. Mm-hmm. With all due respect to Cooper DeGene and Tory Taylor sure. and Drew Stevens and everybody else, I mean, it's the most important um, position in sports. Most important position in sports, and there's not that Deacon Hill is bad, but it's just there's there's a there's a difference. There's mm-hmm. that's why Kate was brought in to be QB one because mm-hmm. that's that's who you know he's he's the he's the starting quarterback. Oh, that's, <laughs> certainly didn't see that coming. More than a tweak, I think huh. I'm I'm confident in saying that. So when he comes back on the field, Tom, after he uh, he comes back last week and he, you know he left the field, um, what, what was your first thought when you saw him? Every, was he walking okay? Was uh was he walking yeah. everything okay? No boot, nothing like that. Nothing after after that. But you know when he when you go down like that, yeah, untouched. Right, those are the worst. You kind of limp to the locker room and a turf monster grabs you and throws you to the ground, your immediate thought, I mean, when, when he went down like that, my immediate thought was he tore his ACL. He's done for the year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what you think when you see him kind of somewhat limping off. And, um, and then I, I got told by somebody from, from, uh, from the team, uh, who was down on the field, you know, I just kind of said, Hey, everything. And they're like, yeah, I think it's 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 not as bad as people thought it was going to be, at least initially. But he did have an MRI on Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I confirmed that for sure. He had an MRI on Monday, so um, when which you, is probably standard. Yeah, you know? probably so. Yeah. When do you get Ferris again? Uh, game week. <laughs> well, we have the Big Ten Network. Maybe they'll get. Oh, them. that's right, because they're night. they're in town next week, right? No, they're today. It's today. They're in town today. And, and when today. does it air? It's air this afternoon, three to four oh, o'clock. My God, three to four o'clock. I thought it was next week. So that's good no. news. 
Um, yeah, so get something from them, but I kind of, I think Kirk's probably going to play the day-to-day card mm-hmm. and just say, you know, we're, mm-hmm. he's working back from it, but it's not season-ending and um, and that sort of stuff. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I hesitate to put a timeline on it because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody knows what the timeline is when he's going to be back out there. But the, so, if it is the worst uh, case, like Trent, you said six to eight is the well, parameters. Well, if, if, if it's a full tear, that's like eight to 12, but it's not yeah. that. You wouldn't yeah. be walking no. if it was a full tear. No. Because okay. that's basically the muscle yeah, comes off the bone. If it's a full bone. tear. Yeah. Yeah, if it's a full tear. He, but could it be you know, a partial that. tear? So is he 50-50 yeah. for Iowa State for Cyhawk? Is that, is that unfair? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I would say if we had to put a designation, an NFL designation for week one for the Utah State game. Questionable? He'd be questionable. That's where I would put it. He's going to try to give it a go. And if he works through you know, everything, he's going to try. But is there a chance he doesn't play? Is it? It's, and he's got a couple weeks worth of treatment yes. to, mm-hmm. to get yep. healthy and everything. So it could be, you know, by game week, it could not be a big deal. Absolutely. Yes. You know? Yeah, so that's why you brought that up with Mike Palm early in the in the mm-hmm. day. You said you hear anything about Iowa? One of the companies took him off the FanDuel board. Was FanDuel was FanDuel took him off the board. The Iowa over under is not available right now in FanDuel and hasn't been since the beginning of the week. All right, so the, the, these operators get the the best information mm-hmm. that's out there, uh, but they're the only one so far. What was the what was the 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 totals? What forty two. For week one. Oh, I see where you're yeah. going, Tom Caker. Because I grabbed 24 and a half yesterday with Utah State after I got this information. I got to look at the total now. Sneaky. Yeah, sneaky well, you know. Uh, let's see. What is the total right now for the game? It is sitting at 43 right now at Circa. Yeah. We are pathetic individuals. That's all we got to say. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Well, that certainly changed the the just uh, of this conversation. I was about to ask him about Kinnick Stadium and the and the women's basketball game, but that which is still cool, well, we which that. is cool. Yeah, but man, this is the starting quarterback. I know, I know, I know. And uh, yeah, it's gonna it'll be. I, I'm not reporting anything. No, I know. You know, I'm just passing along just, information. That's all I'm doing. That, to. I don't. I'm not a reporter. Uh, I'm just a loudmouth with a microphone. You know that, Tom. That and really negative, negative, right? According to the according to the message board people yes. today, you are incredibly negative. Well, when you have to watch Brian Ferentz offenses, you'd give you negative. Too. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> so, are you, are your message boards? Uh, is there anybody hinting that Tom? I guess I get on and look. Um, not really. Okay. No. Um, just uh, the, the you know, there's a discussion about the Big Ten guys that practiced today, and there mm-hmm. was a, a reference to. Uh, Trent being negative and saying that he's that, <laughs> that uh, Cade McNamara may have to play with just one leg, right, right, yeah. uh, oh, the rest of his career. Uh, you got to deal with that. You've been doing this for what over two decades now, Tom. <laughs> yeah, how do you yeah. do it, man? There's... Uh, how about that? My favorite one was the Drew Tate sprained ankle one. Yes, that was my favorite one. That's the greatest. Uh, that Drew made that up. And <laughs> was that before the Alamo Bowl against Texas? It might have been, but I, it might have been before. It might have been in the regular season. Okay. Tate, Tate uh, you know, uh, and, and it was Kyle Schlicker because he knew that this guy was, like, throwing stuff on the message board. So he told him the story, told him that Drew sprained his mm. ankle and he's not going to play. And everybody freaked out. And then the guy just looked like a <laughs> – the guy I took some that day. <laughs> he got played. 
I was going to ask you, Tom, if there's any other uh, rumors of any injuries out there. Maybe we should ask Trent. Trent <laughs> That's only what I got. What are you hearing? What are you hearing? All kidding aside, Tom, have you heard anything more other than uh, uh, it's been pretty uh, uh, well an injury-free camp other than that rumor that we just yeah. Yeah, and and you know, and like I said, the thing that I reported on with with Cade was you know MRI on Monday, but the 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 initial diagnosis there was a strained quad, and that can be a lot of things, you know. So it's uh, anyway, hmm. yeah. Uh, big uh, Cade McNamara is not practicing today. Rick Pizzle said on the Big Ten Network there in Iowa City. That's uh, from uh, I think yep. a new guy from the Quad City Times. Anyways, yeah. uh, let's let's talk about the the uh, women's team at Kinnick Stadium. The crossover. Um, where, where's the where's this ticket? Uh, where's where's the tickets going to end, Tom? I mean, they keep moving further and further and further <laughs> to the south end zone. I know you're gonna. It's gonna be like a like a Final Four game mm-hmm. where you're gonna have those uh, in the in the boonies. Uh, but I think people just want to be part of that experience. It, it's got to be over like forty thousand now, right? Oh, I think yeah. we're we're trending towards fifty. They're they're over to section one hundred eight, at least on the oh. what would it be the east side of the. I mean, we're we're pet, we're to the other thirty yard line. There's what yeah. less than ten thousand in the south south end zone. I think we're. We're definitely going to eclipse fifty thousand for this thing at minimum. It's crazy, indeed. It's crazy. It is. It's the the power of twenty two, right? Yeah, she, you know, she wields it, no doubt. Tom, great stuff. Thank you as always, Tom. We'll speak with you next Friday. Thank you, Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport okay. dot com. Thanks, Thanks Tom. Take care. Bye bye. Yep, good to talk to you, Tom Caker. And uh, well, that's something, Trent. Yeah, that really could be something because the way that it's been relayed, it's a little bit of a hitch there, right? Yep, but. There was no concern about Utah State. And again, he's going to try to make it a go. He's got two weeks of rehab still in front of him. Mm-hmm. There's still a very real possibility he'll be fine. He'll trot out there. But this is more than tweak. I think that is fair to say. And is it a partial tear, not a complete tear? Like I said, if it's a complete tear, he's not walking. The muscle's off the bone. Right. If that happens, that's what it is. So that's all it is. It's information. It's nothing definitive. I am not reporting anything like that, that he's out for an extended period of time. It is just, from the way that it had sounded from some of the beat people and some of the people inside the program, there's a little bit more here. Just something to keep an eye on. Simple as that. All righty. Leave it at that, and we'll open up the phone lines for the first four callers that want to play for Claxon's Barbecue. If you've not participated in the last 30 days, now's your chance to jump aboard at 515-284-5966. 515-284-5966. First four of you uh, will get a chance to play for Claxon's Barbecue. Claxon's online. Claxonbbq.com. Claxonbbq.com. If you haven't played in 30 days, we'd love to hear from you. That's next. Miller & Con. In Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Not only does Central Iowa Sports provide a great environment for youth to play baseball and fast pitch, but they promote sportsmanship in the game, help players, parents, and coaches, and their relationship with umpires. Central Iowa Sports also donates throughout the year to local Iowa charities, along with donating the awards to the Iowa Miracle League. Central Iowa Sports, helping boost local economy by hosting local tournaments and creating great part-time seasonal jobs. Find out how you can get involved at centraliowasports.com. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere. Two ways to win and no rake. 
Play Circa Million. Make five picks against the spread each week with quarterly and full season payouts. Or join Circa Survivor, where you select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. 14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Do you remember the last walk-off homer to win the World Series? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf... Welcome back, Miller and Condon. Let's get right to it. Short on time, Claxons 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Online, ClaxonBBQ.com. ClaxonBBQ.com, Jay, Jason, Barry, and Ben. The tiebreaker is Miles Michaelis' total pitches. He pitches tomorrow against the Yankees. Uh, that's closest without going over. Michaelis' total pitches uh, against the Yankees tomorrow. Jay is up first. Jay, welcome to Miller and Condon. How are you? Good. Uh, fine, thank you. Uh, Will McDonald and the New York, well, the New York Jets, in particular Will McDonald, does he get a sack or share in a sack this weekend against Tampa Bay? No. Will Aaron Judge hit a home run this weekend in St. Louis? No. Uh, the Cubs minus a run and a half this afternoon versus the Royals. Over. Taking the Cubs. That- You're taking the Cubs? You're laying a run yeah, and a half? Oh. Yep, yep. I'm sorry. That's all yeah. right. Uh, the Chiefs are a seven and a half point favorite against Arizona tomorrow in Arizona. I'll take the Chiefs. Mikeless total pitches tomorrow versus the Yankees, Jay. Uh, 53. Thank you, buddy. You have a good weekend. Thanks, Jay. You too. Thank you. Jason's with Miller and Condon. Jason, does Will McDonald get or share in a sack tomorrow? Yes, he does. All right. Does Aaron Judge hit a home run against the Cardinals this weekend? Yes. Cubs minus a run and a half versus the Royals this afternoon. Cubs easily cover. All right. Chiefs minus seven and a half versus Arizona tomorrow. Chiefs. Michaelis, total pitches closest without going over is the tiebreaker, Jason. Uh, 96. 96. Jason, have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Barry's next. Hello, Barry. Hello. Does Will McDonald get or share in a sack this weekend against the Bucks? No. Uh, Aaron Judge hit a home run, uh, home run this weekend in St. Louis. Yes. Cubs minus a run and a half today versus the Royals. Cubs. Chiefs minus seven and a half tomorrow versus the Cardinals. Chiefs. Mikeless total pitches versus the Yankees tomorrow. Seventy. Seventy. Thank you, Barry. Thank you. And Ben is next. Hello, Ben. Hello. Hey, Ben. Uh, Will McDonald get or share a sack tomorrow against Tampa? No. Uh, Aaron Judge hit a home run this weekend? Yeah. Cubs minus a run and a half today versus the Royals. Cubs. Chiefs minus seven and a half tomorrow versus the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona cover. Michaelis total pitches closest without going over. Um, we'll go 69. Ben, you have a good weekend. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate Claxons 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Your Friday night off. What are you doing? Uh, getting ready for Jack's birthday party ah, tomorrow. Nice, forty people in the house. Yes, and uh, the air conditioner will be good to go. Gotta Fingers like crossed. that. Well, have yeah. you seen the weather next week? By the way, there's a hundred and four yeah. one day in the, mm. in the forecast. Gordon, oh, Jesus, 
That's brutal. It's not going to be a fun one, that is for sure. Back to school, kids. <laughs> enjoy the sweat. Oh, my gosh. Uh, enjoy the weekend, everybody. Appreciate you being here with uh, Trent and I. We're here every Monday through Friday from 11 to 1. Murph and Andy coming up next. I see Scott Sipker in tow, so he'll be part of it. Uh, they take you until 3 o'clock. Then the drive with Heather and Sean. Another week begins at new on Monday at 6 a.m. with the Morning Rush. Thanks for being here. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.